Welcome to On The Table, a 27 seconds podcast that shines a light on one of the darkest aspects of our modern world, modern slavery. Join us today as we put the issue of modern slavery on the table and ignite conversations that can make a real difference. Welcome to episode one of On The Table. We've made it, Alana. We have made it. We are so excited to be here and sharing this with you. Yeah, and this is our first episode and we've it's probably a bit of a mix of introduction and we're going to get into some 101 later on, but that's a terrible term. But we should start with why we're here and who we are and why we're having this conversation. So Yeah, in this room, we've got uh, Sean and myself, Elena. Uh, but I met Sean um, when you were working through Akina. And when I think of Sean, I think of a person who is so genuine um, and has such a heart for others. Um, and also just, just a wealth of knowledge, a real thought leader, and really your gig is in like the procurement side of things, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, thank you. And then Alana, um, yeah, where did, I'm trying to think where we meet. It's, yeah, it's through, through Akina in 27 seconds. And yeah. um, I'm a, well, we, when I say I, it's like lots of us are <laughs> massive fans of your wine, particularly of what you do. And um, yeah, just... Oh, you're just so enthusiastic and so positive. Um, you're a super mum as well, and there's <laughs> not to be sneezed <laughs> at. So, so we, um, yeah, we thought it's time for us to do something together and to take some of the conversations that we've had over over coffee yeah. um, and on the tables. Really about bringing. A, a New Zealand story, an Aotearoa story around modern slavery um, and starting the conversation here yeah. and in the metaphor of on the table, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So we've had many conversations about this and unpacking it and sharing our learnings and we mm. wanted to um, bring this to you guys as well and kind of um, share some of our conclusions um, very much on a journey. Very much um, so. Yeah. The on the table name is the kind of reference to yep. a couple of people sitting we're not actually sitting with a couple of glasses of wine <laughs> it's a little bit early in the day but the idea of sitting down having a conversation with someone so that's the kind of style we want to bring to this exactly exactly yeah. yeah so um we should start with uh the 27 second story um because that's really critical to this and it's really how we got connected around this issue so yeah. do you want to give us a yeah, I'd love to. Yeah, the background to the... Yeah, so a, a number of years ago, my husband and I were traveling in India and we were visiting friends who run a business at the time called Freeset. It's now called Joya. Um, and they work with women in the red light district of Sonagachi, which is Asia's largest red light district in Calcutta, India. And it was a Christmas Eve, so we were visiting... Um, our friends there and she said he said to us hey why don't we go visit Mita who um, you've had uh, met before and we'll go have chai with her so we were making our way to this woman's house and she was still living in the um, in the district and the way it works there is that the women line the streets mm. and the thousands of men pass through every night I guess uh, choosing who they wish to purchase services from and our friends said, we'll take a shortcut through here. And there were about five or six girls standing in a line who just looked distinctly different from everyone else mm. we had seen. And as we passed through, I remember asking, 
who who are these girls? Like, why do they look so different from everyone else? He said, well, they've been trafficked from Nepal and sold into prostitution. And I think it was at that moment when I had heard about modern slavery, but had never, Mm. it it just became so much more real. And so uh, fast forward a few years, my husband, Pete, uh, runs our family vineyard up in North Canterbury. And we thought, well, why don't we start a wine label where the purpose is to raise awareness, putting the issue on the table, um, but also to donate our profits to organizations working in this area. So we've been going five years. Um, Yeah. It's gone quickly, hasn't it? It has so fast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the story in brief. Yeah. And so the the profits, you work with Hager. So yeah. 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 So, so we donate our profits to Hagar, and Hagar work in Afghanistan, Vietnam, and Cambodia. And I think recently they've actually started some partnerships in Thailand and the Solomon Islands. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing what they do. So um, they're, they're very holistic in their care and very sort of grassroots. Um, yeah. It's amazing to be able to partner with them. Yeah, and yeah, yeah that's what it's about, isn't it? Finding you know people who are great in this space. Yeah, yeah, like we, we're not and... we're not um, trauma care experts, so we yeah. let them. And do we'll their talk thing. more about the work that they do in a future episode, which I'm really looking forward to as well to understand. Yeah, you know, that that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, my, where, I guess my journey to this is a little bit different as you alluded to. Um, I've always been really interested in what businesses can do um, to address, um, social environmental issues and, and more importantly, to create a, create a positive outcome. So this is one of these issues, having worked in social enterprise for a while and seeing what organizations can do like 27 seconds, which is how we met and seeing the power of, um, procurement to be able to, you know, make positive change. Um, that's really what drives me is how do we get our professionals taking a more active role in, in these types of issues and, and yeah. actually making a difference. So, yeah, so the podcast, I mean, that's where we've got to. This is um, a culmination of some of these conversations. We yeah. want to share the stories. We want to talk um, about what can be done as well. We want yeah. it to be quite practical, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think like when you learn about a big issue like this, you're like, oh, what can I do? And then that can kind of lead to apathy. Uh, But we, yeah, we're really wanting for listeners to actually have some like concrete steps um, that they can take. That's right. Yeah. So we'll dive into episode one now. So today's episode. We want to cover a few, two or three key things, don't we? Probably three. Why, why are we doing this and who is it for? Um, mm-hmm. The second thing is the, the kind of basics, but basics a terrible word to use in this situation because it's <laughs> complex, but the, the, the fundamentals of modern slavery and what have we learned yeah. and, and relearned. Um, and also um, we want to acknowledge, as I just alluded to, the complexity of this and some of the different angles uh, that the problem has yeah because it is a complex problem in the truest form of the word so yeah so we should start with why are we doing this and who it's for 
Yeah. Uh, well, it's actually quite exciting because New Zealand, um, we're at this point in time where the government is looking at introducing uh, legislation for modern slavery and worker exploitation. So we felt that it was really timely to have this korero and unpack these issues. So this series is really for anyone who's interested in learning more, particularly if you are part of a business or organization and likely to be um, affected by this legislation. Yeah. Uh, so you might be a director or middle management or just somebody who cares about this and feels like your role could play a part. Um, totally. And yeah. there's plenty of people in organisations who who are really passionate about topics and don't really know how yeah, or, or feel empowered to go and do something about it. So this is a very real one. Exactly, it? exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, one of the things for us is that this is such a complex issue and we've found ourselves thinking again, you know, like, <laughs> Many a, times, you know, yeah. to use that term, um, you know, what you thought you knew or you thought you had an angle or perspective on something. Yeah, then that and gets then, challenged and you have to rethink it. Yeah, which yeah. is a g- really healthy way to <laughs> to learn, yeah. isn't it? And and to challenge yourself. So, yeah. yeah. And we, we really want, um, I guess, people to know that we're not the experts in this. We haven't experienced modern slavery firsthand or lived it personally. So mm. we, um, yeah, we, we want to put out there from the straight that we... Um, we're coming to this, uh, wanting to come to this with real humility yeah, um, and welcoming different perspectives and thoughts. Um, yeah, we, we're we really on this learning journey too. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, couldn't agree with you more. Um, so why is this important now? We talked about legislation, but I mean, there's some real truisms, which I think you can almost guarantee modern slavery will be in your supply chain. Yeah. Um, it's also in our own personal lives, isn't it? And we've had a couple of discussions where we kind of thought, geez, you know, how do you avoid it? The cell phone in your pocket, the yeah, clothing, yeah, know, it's the diamond it's, in your ring. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so it's in everyone's supply chain, you know, in our own lives. And, um, and then there's also this inevitability that legislation is, is about to happen. We already have New Zealand companies who are complying with overseas legislation like Australia and the UK. Um, But the other really key driver here is there's increasing expectations um, that that organisations start to do something about this. And that coming coming from within, with employees, from customers, from investors and other stakeholders, there's a real overwhelming support that something needs to happen. Yeah. And that's really exciting. and we shouldn't forget the moral imperative no, as well. we should care about this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, like we need to be doing something about this. And so all of these things, like whoosh, <laughs> you know, like it's brought us here. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, we should, you know, like start, what what is this? Yeah, Let's yeah. Start should, we, should we start with some definitions? Um because uh, this is a complicated issue. It's not quite as black and white as it's been sold to us. Um, so let's take a deeper dive into the language and some of the complexities. Um, so the definition of modern slavery in New Zealand is severe exploitation that a person cannot leave due to threats of violence or deception. It includes forced labour, debt bondage, 
forced marriage, slavery, and human trafficking. And then the definition of worker exploitation includes minor breaches of the employment standards in New Zealand. Yeah, so there's a lot in a what lot you just said. A lot in there. <laughs> yeah, and I think the first thing we wanted to um, put on the table is the complications and perils of language here. And it's um, modern slavery is really hard to categorise. And, yeah. and, and it gets cut into categories. It's yeah. like, um, so the list that Alana just read talks about lots of different ways that modern slavery can manifest. Like forced labour is different from debt bondage and forced marriage, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but every country has a definition. And if you start reading them, your brain gets into a bit of a spin. So, <laughs> so, so um, one way that I heard this spoken about, and we'll use this concept of a spectrum yep. a couple of times in this discussion. Um, one is there's a spectrum of ways of abusing power. And, you know, we start with slavery at one end, which, you know, in the historical sense was the ownership of a person. And yep. people are quite familiar with that. Um, and then at the other end, you've kind of got the, the you know, the non-minor breaches of employment standards. Um, but you know, there's a whole spectrum of things that sit in between, but I, it's yeah. really gr um, powerful to think of it as someone who's not able or free to leave their job, whatever the circumstances. I really like yeah. that. Yeah. So there's a, yeah, there's a hook here yeah. for the person, unfortunately. And, and those hooks could be lots of different ways. And that's the kind of way it manifests. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And the other, the other thing you mentioned is, this isn't black and white and framing comes into this as well. Like we've mm. had a lot of framing and, um, you know, this gets wrapped up in, in political narratives and media around borders and immigration yeah. and ethnicity. And there's lots of narratives that get um, kind of built into this, yeah. <laughs> which is... <laughs> Which is unfortunate. So, yeah, um, yeah that, that's something that I've really been thinking about again as well. So, yeah. 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 Um, yeah the, another spectrum that's worth introducing here uh, that, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm nerding out a little bit. No, that's good. <laughs> that's good. good. We said so, 101. Yeah. What we, we yeah. Like what are we, yeah. <laughs> so, so having a think about the spectrum of work as well. And, um, What's really interesting is the New Zealand legislation that's being proposed talks about this concept of decent work. So we, we think of like if we had a spectrum, one end of the spectrum is decent work, fair pay, fair conditions, the type of work that you're doing, the opportunity that you've got to progress, you know, like it's got a pathway, yeah. those types of things. So really good quality work. And then as you move down the spectrum, you get into your kind of bad labour practice, which is like worker exploitation, whether it's, you know, withholding leave, withholding pay. These are often, you know, breaches of law. Yeah. Um, and sometimes they might just be the occasional thing. But then as you keep moving down, then you get into the exploitation where these things become, you know, systematic. There's a real power imbalance, obviously, with a, potentially with an employer and employee. And so, um, you know, the, the the odd extra unpaid work for someone becomes, you know, permanent. Yeah. And they don't get paid all the time. And, and this is really this um, far end of exploitation is where modern slavery has been stuck as a 
as a definition, but yeah. it's really important to think that um, to understand that these things are all linked. So, mm. so a good job can turn into, you know, some little things that then could keep going and get worse and worse yeah. if someone realizes that they can benefit from this and use their position of power. So it's not static. Like this thing is dynamic, and it and quite often. Um, we talk about, oh, you should just obey employment law. But as soon as someone's not obeying employment law 100% of the time, there's the cracks. Yeah. It can quite easily, because it's dynamic, yeah. get worse and worse and yeah. worse and then move to the other end of the spectrum. So yeah. we need to think of all of these things yeah. together. And yeah. I thought that's, um, yeah, like modern slavery takes us right to the far end quite often of yes. the spectrum. Yeah. But we should also be thinking about which is why worker exploitation is part of what's being proposed yeah. in New Zealand and part yeah. of the conversation. Yeah. So, yeah. I think one of the interesting things is uh, in rethinking this is realising that it's a different factors which can push people down that spectrum That's right. as well. Mm. So often we think that the problem lies with the employee, um, employer, sorry, uh, but it can be an external factor, like it can be somebody saying, hey, I actually need these T-shirts to be 10% cheaper. Mm. And then where are they going to squeeze that from? That's right. They're going to look at their employees. So yes. it's, yeah. um, it, that kind of talks about that frame there Yeah, so well. this starts to hopefully, you know, that's a great example because it shows that how we can, you know, cause yes. this. Yeah. And we might. It might not be obvious, but, you know, like trying to lower the price of a su supplier is potentially where the squeeze comes that tips yeah, that the little that things into down. the yeah. yeah into the lower end of that spectrum of the, the worse end, I suppose. So, um, but the, the idea is that, you know, there's a situation of vulnerability mm. that gets exploited further, you know, like that's, that's what could happen. So... Um, I found this really great definition. Like modern slavery doesn't need chains, so yeah. it's that's the difference. It's it's um, it needs vulnerability, discrimination, and a lack of rule of law. And that's basically saying someone's vulnerable, someone's taking advantage, and even when there is law, it's not being enforced. So things are being allowed to happen, and you can't expect laws to be a hundred percent. We know, yeah, you can't check and balance every single thing 100% of the time. So, exactly. So I, I found that really helpful to yeah. think about. Yeah. The vulnerability thing particularly, yeah. Yes. The other thing that we've, as we've looked into this more, is just this, the scale and the reach of this. Um, like there's there's different numbers around the place. Oh, so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so um, like the Global Slavery Index estimates it to be 50 million plus it's really hard to get a grasp on the numbers. Um, so, for example, Global Slavery Index uh, estimates that 22 are uh, in forced marriage. And then you've got like... Um, 28 in uh, modern slavery. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's, breaking it's, it down into the... the into these numbers is yeah. actually quite difficult. But I think the point is, is that it is... It is a really huge problem, Absolutely. and like even if even if we can't get a grasp on the numbers, it is big. Yeah, yeah. Um, There's been a yeah. There, there was a book that we read that said, you know, like if it's so hard to define, how can we even put numbers on it? And you know, like there is a fair. Yeah. It is a fair point. The numbers are massive, 
But there's so many of these things, you know, there's a UN report that says one in 10 children are engaged in child labour worldwide, which is just terrifying. But, Absolutely. But the yeah. thing is, it's big. Yes. And it doesn't matter, like in some respects, it doesn't matter Who whether it's 50 million or 45 it? million or whatever. It, it's just, it's a massive problem. So, yeah, I think it's a really important thing that you've <laughs> noted there. It's, yeah. 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 So the, I mean, the takeaways for this are really, it's happening, you know, and it's a big issue. And it doesn't matter if we don't have a firm grasp on a global number. Mm. It, it's a big number. It is a big, I yeah. Think it's, um, yeah, and the descriptions and the context are uh, interesting. You know, like mm. we can get hung up on the different types um, of exploitation. You know, things like, as an example, debt bondage, which yes. is being work, forced to work to pay off a debt. And, you know, that, that may be that someone, you know, paid your airline ticket to come to the country and then makes you work to pay that to pay off, off or, yeah. you know, whatever the situation yeah. or provides accommodation and makes you work to pay off some unknown number. Um, yeah. You know, that's that's an example. Um and, and then you've got forced labour, which is where you're made to do work that you haven't agreed to. But, you know, like all of these things can start to really, <laughs> you know, they're just, uh, the best way to think of it is they're just, they, they are separate and the mechanisms are different, but they're just not acceptable. And and, and on when you read about these things, you go, ah, no, oh, that's just not acceptable. That's a good way. Yeah. To and the, know. The, the key theme is exploiting people's vulnerability in all of those situations. What about this idea that um, it's a problem elsewhere and it's not actually happening yeah. in New Zealand? Early on, I kept hearing, and, and probably in my own mind, you know, the, the experience you talked about at the top of this episode. So foreign. You yeah. know, that the Asian story, the, you know, the clothes, you know, clothing stories, all those types of things gives you this impression that it's uh, somewhere else. But the yeah. reality is all the work that's been done for the, by the likes of Walk Free and some of these NGOs shows that it is absolutely everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. it's different. Every region has different things because there's different things going on in every region. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this this thing of it doesn't happen in New Zealand, I think that's been blown out of the water. And we've had recent um, story on a current affairs show here talking about talking about that yeah, yeah. and we've actually one had some stories. prosecutions yes. lately which is wonderful yeah and yeah. the prosecutions have been in um liquor stores construction workers there's investigations going on into our horticulture agriculture yeah. sector and some of the visas that are used there um and then also some really great work from world vision uh talking about Oh, they had a risky goods thing, which yes. is talking about us as individuals, yeah. and those numbers are quite <laughs> terrifying, quite isn't it? Yeah. $1,700 each a year we spend. Yeah, $34 per person a week on, on like risky goods or like products we're consuming, which are at high risk of having used modern slavery. Yeah, modern yeah, because slavery. They know what it is that's yeah. been purchased and where it's coming from. So, so it's an issue for all, all geographies. All sectors. Um, some of the numbers I found around the sectors that they they think make up the majority of stuff globally: services, manufacturing, construction, agriculture, and domestic work. 
it, but they're found in every sector. Yeah. So yes, some more than others, but I think the best way to kind of comprehend it is is to think about certain regions have certain challenges and produce certain goods. So yeah. it makes sense that it's variable globally, doesn't it? Yeah. But it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Where do we stand up? Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting because I think... Um, we perceive as, ourselves We as, perceive ourselves as like, mm. oh, surely we're doing this, you know, where New Zealand would be addressing this well. Um, and I do think like we, you know, we have a history of... Like we were the country that first gave women the right to vote, and we have um, employment law that other countries look at, and um, we're, we're modelled off. But unfortunately, when it comes to modern slavery, we're not actually as good as we think oh. we are. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the U.S. State Department they have this um, this rating uh, that where they rate every country around the world and how they are looking at modern slavery yeah, and so and it's how three, going. Yeah, yeah, three tiers. Um, and we we were actually in the first tier a number of years ago, mm. but uh, since then we've we've dropped and we're now in tier two. Um, so. Yeah, we don't want to drop to tier no, three. No, we do not want to drop to <laughs> tier three. We don't want to be, um, uh, yeah, I mean, that like tier three is sort of like North Korea. It's a um, state-sponsored exactly, stuff, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but I think the, 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 the good news in that is that there are clear things that we can do to move up yes, to tier one as well. and some of that is starting to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the other thing um, about this is, you know, there's a common myth that, um, especially as an organisation, that your suppliers can fix this for you. Um, yes. so, so we see, yes. you know, like we'll talk more about the legislation and policies and things like that later. But, you know, like if an organisation gets a policy, has a code of conduct saying that we don't accept this and a, and a few audits and then we're, we're kind of, will be good. You know, the supply chain will yeah. work this out. But, yeah. you know, the, the reality is that it doesn't work. And also your suppliers are grappling with this as well. So yeah. you're really yeah. just passing passing the buck on the supplies that's like yeah, yeah. yeah and also we talked about the you know the sourcing squeeze that you could actually be the one pushing this you know to happen down the chain yeah and being passed down yeah through the supply yeah. chain so but then to mm. counter that yes. and this is another uh sort of rethinking is this idea of like the consumers like as consumers we can make a difference yes. through the products that we purchase and how like ethical consumerism and I, I like I'm all for that like when you oh, buy sure. our wine uh we do donate the profits and it does make a tangible difference but just be, just with everybody um buying ethically like that's putting the ownership of the problem on the consumer and I I don't think that's fair like no. it, it doesn't it, it's not it's the not the silver bullet yeah it's not yeah. the silver bullet and yeah. it's not their responsibility to um to solve that it's it's and it's more, not realistic no is it? it's not yeah. realistic yeah. it's far more complicated than that yeah uh, so i think like with big issues so often we want just to like do this and this and this and then it will be solved uh yeah but it's actually a lot more complicated than that equally there are things that yeah. each sector can do yeah to reducing this and i think that's another idea that we've discussed a bit of mm. um we're we're looking to reduce the risk of this happening. That's right, and and to to work in your own context, isn't it? So so um so some of the things that we thought be useful to think about the New Zealand context because mm. we are in Aotearoa is um you know 
first of all, a positive framing to this. I know we've we've talked about some pretty <laughs> dire stuff and, you know, and slavery and those types of terms. But something I loved about the consultation that came out around the proposed legislation in New Zealand, and, and I think is a really good way of thinking about this, is the positive language of, yeah. of employment, of, you know, having jobs with freedom, fairness and dignity. Mm. And and we want that ourselves, mm. and we quite often think about that with the employees that we might have in our organisations. Yes. But really, the extension is thinking about that for everyone. For everyone. So why why is it acceptable? You know, well, that's the thing we want yeah. for our people. Yeah. But it's acceptable for everyone else to not be in that situation. <laughs> that's a that's the thing that I think is a good way yeah. to kind of frame it up. Um, and um, yeah, this is yeah, you know, this is your whole supply chain. So, and maybe it's just changing the lens from thinking about the boundaries of your organisation to thinking wider, isn't it? And thinking yeah. outwards, yeah, which is always a good challenge. So, I like that. Yeah. Um, what about the complexity? Um, yeah, like this is a really complex issue, and it's not a find and eradicate thing. You talked about the nuance of that. Yeah. No. So, yeah. It, yeah. It's far it's far more complicated than that. So I think we we want people listening to know that this is a complex issue, uh, to know that they alone can't solve it, but that there are steps that we can take yeah. in this. And we um yeah, we're really looking forward to exploring each of those in the um coming episode. For sure. Yeah, I was just gonna um pick up the bad people narrative. Ha! Yeah. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can't leave that one. No, we can't so, leave that one. So, modern slavery is caused by a bunch of people doing bad things. They're over there, yeah. And and all we need to do is find them and and stop yeah. it happening. Yeah. Um, I think it's a very simplistic view of this. Yes. And the causes and yes, there are nefarious actors in this there's people doing stuff that's not right and yep. we see that with yep. some of the employers and some of the things that happen in New Zealand but we've got to get back to the root causes and the the fact that this is you know like this is a socially produced problem like yep. this is this is a result of our and you know, they talk about modern slavery being a result of our economic system the way we Mm-hmm. By, but it's also this exploitation where we've got people who have no better choice yeah. than to accept this situation because the the alternative, and this yeah. is where the yes the mix with you know like a a, a migrant worker yeah. or someone who's new to a country doesn't have the full spectrum of choice of employment. So yeah. they like this is the least worst e- exactly option e- yeah. <laughs> or something like yeah. that, which is yeah. And, yeah. and like I think, a, um, like a example of that is, um, you hear about uh, a parent selling their child um, at eight to be married, hmm. and you think, oh my goodness, how could how could you ever, how could you ever, ever think of doing that? Um, but then you you look at the the background story, and they they don't have enough money to feed their children. Um, there's a famine. There's you know it's yeah. there's war, and and yet they think okay, if we can sell our daughter to be married, at least she's going to have a roof over her head. She's mm. going to get fed. So I don't you know like at first 
you know, glance, you're like, how dare you do that? Mm. But actually, you know, that parent's doing that from a place of love. So it's it's complicated. Yeah, and it's, they don't have a lot, and there's a lot, the, not a lot of choices. There's not sometimes. a lot of choice. Yeah. Like, yeah. she's more likely to survive mm. than, than with us. So this so, is the yeah. vulnerability thing, isn't it? And yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, it's it's very, very complex. It makes you, makes your head spin, um, <laughs> for sure. And so... Yeah, the, this is not a like the the virus analogy. This is not a virus that can be that we just got to find and eradicate. It's, yeah, it's like we've got to start thinking about what is causing this, and it's not an anomaly. No, this is a result of the way we do things. It's the way we interact in society. It's the way people participate in society, but also the way the economy runs, and that's the link back into business and organisations. Exactly. It? So, yeah, so we are causing this. Um, which is a a pretty big admission. Yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely, and you know, like the way we buy, the the, the behaviours. Um, yeah. You know, as you mentioned, you know, tell someone to cut their price, and and they're a high labour industry. What are they going to cut? You know, like all that kind of stuff. This is yeah. So, and legislation's not a silver bullet. Ethical consumerism's not a silver bullet. We need all these things to come together. Mm. So, and we need to look at ourselves as well, yeah. which I think is maybe the deeply uncomfortable. But yeah. yeah. So, so um, we can all do something though. Mm. Like this is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we can hear all that and go, "Oh my goodness!" But mm. actually, uh going back to those root causes and seeing how we're involved in those we can yeah what we want to do is and also how it involves all of us yes which means that we can all do something exactly yeah yeah Yeah. by logic so so what have we got coming next what what we want to do is a series of four you know four episodes we want to bring a full picture of um this um challenge that we've got and and what we can do um you know, to, to, so you can take some time, see some different angles, really experience that, and um, yeah, yeah, and and bring some information around the topic. So, yeah, legislation, procurement, the systemic change, and we're hopefully going to have some um, insight into the experience of individuals, which I think is a really important thing because you know we acknowledge straight at the top we're not experienced yes in this exactly. and haven't experienced it. So yeah. yeah, this is the human side of this challenge, which I think is really important to bring. Yeah. yeah. Um we we will have unanswered questions in this. It oh, is for a, sure. <laughs> it's a it is a learning experience. Um but we'd love your feedback and questions. Um so on the table at 27seconds.co.nz is where you can uh contact us. Um yeah, we we'd love to hear from you. Mm. Um yeah, and keep on exploring this issue. Yeah. It's been big to start this journey and mm. You know, like there's lots of shades of grey and lots of challenging of your perspectives and things like that. So, so you know, we're we're um sitting alongside you as yeah. listeners, and um yeah, yeah. So your feedback is really important to us, and and we'd love to hear, you know, like if there's things you want to go and explore, yeah. or or things that we've you know skirted over or around or missed completely. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so um. Yeah, welcome to this this journey of on the table, and um, yeah, yeah, we we hope that you come along with us for the next four episodes. Absolutely, thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us today on the table, brought to you by Twenty Seven Seconds Wine That Can Change Your Life.